अ वेरी अमेजिंग स्टेटमेंट बाय ओशो एंड ही एंड सेड दैट आप स्वयं के अतिरिक्त और कुछ नहीं पा सकते सो यू कैन फाइंड ओनली यूर सेल्फ एंड इट इज आउट द नेम स्वयं वॉट एवर यू हैव इफ यू कैन शेयर दैट that is much more important rather than getting something which you don't have right now and if you are going to be a parent and if somebody is getting into the married life make sure there is a huge role a huge role you play i think for a child the first role model is your parent unless you are disappointed in your parent then you start looking for somebody outside i could sense that there is nothing permanent so whatever i want to do i have to do somebody had said very beautifully that there is only one life but if you live it right once is enough घर से मस्जिद बहुत दूर चलो यू कर ले किसी रोते हुए बच्चे को हंसाया जाए गुड मॉर्निंग गुड इवनिंग गुड आफ्टरनून एवरी वन अक्रॉस द वर्ल्ड हाई दिस इज योर होस्ट कुंदन फ्रॉम ऑन बाइनरी लाइफ We have done so many podcasts about people's stories, and here is going to be one of the most fantastic one coming here right from Mumbai. This is from the people who have created Swim Talks. Swim Talk is all about people, and I love the human side in the world of AI, which is growing so rapidly. With me, I have Ashay and I have Naveen Kale. They both have been nurturing this child from 2014, I guess, right? Yeah. And it has been an amazing journey. What I have, the stories I have heard. and uh, some of the stories that i have gone through you guys going to love the whole episode so please stick to us and uh, enjoy this journey so let me welcome again ashay welcome to on binary life and i ravin welcome hi okay so they both have started this organization since 2014 and they have really geared up since 2019 they are also coming up making movies so and i have seen the trailer you guys going to love it so i'll put all this story on youtube so don't forget to catch us there Before I keep speaking, tell us something more about both of you, and then starting with Ashay, maybe. Yeah. So the journey has been fascinating till now, and I have kind of moved from various industries, you can say. So started my journey in finance. So I am a chartered accountant. Wow. So spent some time in finance. I will not say got bored, but went into something exciting. So uh, technology was a place where i find found some interest mm-hmm. and thought that the combination of finance and technology can add more value to the system right so got into a space where we used to implement planning and budgeting solutions for corporates correct and at that time i used to kind of spend my weekends with navin mm-hmm. and uh, got so many interesting stories came across lot of interesting stories and thought that this can be a interesting field now so most of the people say that the what uh, is the place where you start think <laughs> what to do next okay. and till that time we uh, spent lot of time in the technology and the corporate space this stories individual life real life stories was an interesting <laughs> space which i thought and how it can be developed into a business idea along with navin correct uh so trying since 2019 to kind of make this a uh, interesting venture <clears throat> bring real life stories in front of people wow no huge congratulations on that i think uh, the human stories and as uh, so guys we were talking at the back and beautifully it was put by asha and navin that though we see so many fiction stories it's so important to present a simple life which is doing so much uh in real world and presented vividly so that's what uh, you guys are trying navin how did this journey started with you so i was with uh, patni computers one of the reputed software companies or i would say pioneer companies correct in india and i had done my law and i was with the legal mm-hmm. team things were going well there were no late sittings no i mean i used to get uh, weekends So everything was fine. Uh, in 2008, my parents and Ashay's parents, Ashay's parents, they had gone to one place called Hemankasa or Anandwan. Okay. So these are two places which are initiated by Baba Amte, one of the legendary social workers from Maharashtra. Yes. And when they visited that place, my father got so inspired to see that place to. after interacting with those people my father realized that 
after 60 years of establishment of Anandvan, I came here. So there would be more and more people in Maharashtra mm -hmm. who have not experienced this. So I would be that person who would take those people and who would show Anandvan Himalgasa to people of Maharashtra. Okay. So that time he was 60. He had just retired from his government job. Okay. And he comes back and tells me that I want to start a new venture. And I want to I want to take people to these places. Your dad, right? My dad. Okay, cool. If I was with a corporate so, doing the normal thing. Right, right, right. And at the age of 60, he has that dream to show Anandvan to at least 1,000 people. Wow. And he actually promised or he actually vowed in Anandvan that I would show 1,000, I would show Anandvan to 1,000 people. Okay. And he comes back and tells me that I want to start that. So I said, let us do it. Mm -hmm. But that night we also discussed that let us not start any other tour company which will show people typical places like Kerala. They are not bad, right. but let us not start that. Correct. So let us stick to one idea mm -hmm. that we will show uh, entrepreneurship stories from Maharashtra through tourism. Okay. This is what we thought. Mm -hmm. And we named it as Amrut Yatra. Okay. So, so this was all with your dad, right? Yeah, with my dad, I was doing job. So we named it as Amrut Yatra, which is eternal journey. So he started, he started taking people. So it was not about money. It was not about uh, profits. It was his passion. And he started with 10 people's uh, group. So... When I actually visited Anandvan myself, I thought that this is a place where I belong. This is a place or this is a space, I would say, mm -hmm. where I belong, truly belong. And I'm a writer. I like to tell stories. I like to visit places, interesting places. I like to meet people. So I thought this is the area or this is a space where I can, I would say, do much better than what I'm doing today. And I thought about it. I discussed this with my wife that I want to do this. And uh, there would be many such places where people would get to interact such uh, amazing people. So for two years, I was struggling. I, two years, I was fighting with my family. Then <laughs> let me leave my job. Because the backhand work of Hangdu Theatre I used to do from office. Yeah. Sorry, Patti Computers, but <laughs> I did it. Uh, but not at the cost of any, you know, with the, my job. For sure, yeah. So, I used to do this backhand work like copywriting, writing uh, advertisements, talking to people. And I thought this is a space where I belong. So, eventually in 2012, I left my job and joined my father. When I actually started roaming around Maharashtra and when I started meeting amazing people, mm -hmm. I thought there would be uh, many places like, as I said before, that there would be places where people can be taken, people can be, uh, can be given great experience. But that time, one interesting thing happened that I, Asha, used to watch TikToks. Okay, yeah. And we thought that let us create one platform in Marathi, uh -huh. which is which has a TikToks format, which has that production quality, mm -hmm. and which has that grandeur which TikToks have. So let us create this kind of thing in Marathi. Because right. interestingly, or ironically, the Marathi backdrop was very uh, sluggish in terms of experiences. Mm -hmm. So there was no, uh, the Marathi talk shows were very boring, I would say. Right. So we thought that let us create that magic mm -hmm. of live talks in Marathi. So I created one note. I still has have that note. Okay. Which said that there would be one program per year. Mm -hmm. And... People have to pay 10,000 rupees for that one program. I still have that note. Okay. So it should have that kind of value that whatever whatever happening in Maharashtra, right. 
whatever is going to happen in Maharashtra, that should be demonstrated in that one program. Okay. okay. So it should be sort of a, I would say a roadmap for Maharashtra. Right. And best of best, best of uh, people of Maharashtra should attend that program. And this is how uh, the idea came in. <laughs> and we named it as Swayam Talks. Okay. So it is all about one set sense. Swayam is self. Yes. So any journey starts with a self. True. So maybe that is a freedom fighting or whatever. That idea came to one mind. <laughs> and that way that Swayam is very important. And I had heard a very amazing statement by Osho and he had said that Aap swayam ke atirik aur kuch nahi sakte. Okay, that's deep, huh? So you can find only yourself. Right. And they said out swayam, the name swayam born. Lord. I discussed this idea with all these friends and everybody liked it. There was, I still remember there was a debate whether people will pay for this kind of talk shows, whether people will attain this kind of things. But I thought this has some <laughs> some value. Some value. At the end. And we should do it. Right. right, right. And this is how it started. Wow. Right. Now you guys have added a lot of values. Mm-hmm. And I'll come to it specifically of each of the things that you both have mentioned. It's a beautiful and we'll explore more of this journey. Even I fancy human stories and uh, this story is super exciting as in uh, anybody if you are listening to me you don't know like how much energy surge I'm going through right now. It's it's amazing. Now there's one more thing that I believe in personally and uh, mostly that's how I'm driving on binary life also is that what has happened in most of the uh, talk shows is that people talk about the success and this is your professional as of now it's your professional story. But there are still two humans behind it and there is so much more as in now I have met your team. I love every one of them as in like the energy of your space was so awesome that as I entered, I felt like I came home, <laughs> right? And so there are still humans. So I just want to understand your human story more than that as in what kind of child you were, okay? And uh, Asha, we can this time start with you is that uh, tell us something about your childhood. And how did you evolve into teen, which is contributing now? So actually, I was a pretty notorious child. I was very flamboyant and always I believed that if you have a situation, I always wanted to be at the center of those things. Mm-hmm. And in that uh, excitement, most of the times what happens is, even if you have, if you don't have anything concrete and if you have that, curiosity to remain in spotlight you create some of your own stuff around and that's where uh, i think so my mom and dad played a very interesting role okay so when you i used to kind of create something which uh, was not real my mom uh, explained it to me in a very interesting manner wow so she said that uh, whatever you're trying to it's fine but you have to understand that every individual is a brand. And what do you mean by a brand? That when people will hear Ashay as a name, what comes along with Ashay becomes very important. So in the belief that this fellow just keeps on saying something which is not real. Mm-hmm. And it keeps on adding up. After a point in time, whenever people will say Ashay, they say that somebody was just trying to kind of make something, nothing real stuff inside and now it is open for you. Correct. If you want to kind of stay as this brand, uh, you can stay in this. Another stuff was how to handle, so as most middle class families would have. Right. In those days, most of the times it was scarcity was, it was driving that stuff. True, true, true. So how to kind of manage scarce resources? So it was just very small example that uh, one of my friends whose dad was working in Dubai at that time. <laughs> so he used to come down with pistachios in his pocket. <laughs> and normally it would happen that if he com- comes down with that stuff, we used to give it to everybody and he becomes the center point True. of that discussion. Yeah. And 
because I could not afford that. I used to kind of feel that oh, because the secret spend that much, he is getting that space. Yeah. But I want that space when I am there and I am kind of giving pistachios to everyone. So I once went and asked my mom that how uh, kind of costly is a pistachio? Mm-hmm. This is what happened. Suddenly you are talking about pistachios. Then I can buy me some pistachios so that I can go and share it with my friends. So she got to know there is something missing. So do you really know that what kind of drives this thing? Just explain. She said that whatever you have, if you can share that, that is much more important rather than getting something which you don't have right now. I can give you pistachios, but it would be one time. True. What if you have uh, groundnuts at our place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take that in your pocket and go and share. And I'm, I'm telling you, if you share, people will like it. I went and I kind of did that. And rather than people accepting that, what you felt inside was the real realization. Mm-hmm. Because whatever you don't have, if you try to kind of share it, every time you have to kind of keep something or you have to kind of make something which is not there with you. True, true, true. But if you are able to share what is with you, because you have earned that. And now I'm able to kind of share it with people and the smile which I saw on our friend's uh, face. Right. So in this overall childhood, I understood two things. One thing is it is good to be in spotlight, but you will have to really, really work hard to be there. Right. Okay. And wherever you reach, if you are able to share it with people and that became my habit. So in corporate life also, whether it is... If you learn something and if a junior asks you something, I was never insecure to tell him because I always believe mm-hmm. that if I share this knowledge with him, right. I will have enough space in my mind to kind of get the new knowledge. Okay. If I try to kind of just keep it and I don't share it, if I'm insecure that if I share this and I'll not have anything for myself, that would be a very narrow mindset. True. So that I think so parents inculcated very well that to be flamboyant but with that flamboyance there is that effort which is needed so if you don't put effort and if you just try to be flamboyant you are creating some bubble which someday will burst so I think so that was a very uh, nice learning from the childhood which I still value and carry in whatever I'm doing right right now India you also mentioned uh, that you had a very blessed childhood so and I now I am so inspired to hear your dad talking all this business thing. <laughs> I wish my dad would have done that. Uh, how was how was your childhood? How did it evolve from childhood to teenager? Uh, I was born in a I would say a middle class Maharashtrian family. My parents were uh, government servants. I don't think money was never a talking point in our home. Okay. It was typical Maharashtrian family. Mm-hmm. So, there was no talking about business or nothing. But I had a great exposure about literature. Okay. Books, drama, film, and people. Okay. And I grew up in a place called Girigao, which is a, which has amazing social fabric. So, it was not a typical block culture or flat culture per se. But... There used to be a common galleries. So it, it is called Chal okay. in yeah, yeah. Uh, Bombay. So we had amazing social uh, atmosphere in Girgaon. So I'll just tell you one uh, example as Asha put it. So we used to have India Today at our home that time. Right. When, it, when we used to have Marathi papers. We used to have every Monday, India Today. I never read India Today that time. Mm-hmm. So somebody asked my father, me, why India Today in your home? Mm-hmm. So he said, I still remember his answer, that he should be aware that there is one magazine called India Today. At this age, this kind of awareness is enough. So this kind of atmosphere I got at my home. And one amazing thing happened in 1983 or 84 my parents decided to start one festival okay 
and it is called Gokulashtami, mm-hmm. which is believed to be uh, Lord Krishna's okay. birthday. Mm-hmm. Huh? Generally, it happens in August. Mm-hmm. So they started one festival, this Gokulashtami, and the central theme was not any any spiritual or any religious things, but calling some writer, okay. calling some a personality from literature had to work on right. and we used to have 10 by 10 uh, two rooms or two rooms of 10 by 10 uh, square feet okay in that small place we used to we had great of the great writers okay from Marathi. okay okay and that kind of atmosphere i got when Not i was a child clearly there is a huge influence here so if you ask me what they said i don't Recollect. Sometimes I used to play when they used to come. But something interesting happening in my home. Anna. That was a feeling I had right, right, in my childhood. Right. And I think that was very important. Correct. So I don't think they taught me anything. I don't know. But they gave me a lot of exposure to these things. Wow. And I think that is the most important factor in my childhood. So it shaped my life in such a way that I used to participate in everything, uh, right from sports to elocation competition to singing competition. So I, I used to represent my school in cricket. Mm-hmm. So from fifth standard to ninth standard, I represented my school in cricket. Okay. I don't know whether to say it on camera, but Sachin Tendulkar was a contemporary that time. He was in 10th. <laughs> When I was in sixth, oh wow! And he used to play school. Uh, we from the same schools. No, no, we were in okay. different schools. Okay, okay, but, but I have school uh, competition. Is wrong. All right, yeah. So I have seen Sachin and Vinod Kamli playing in their school nets. Yeah, okay. So kind of contemporary to Sachin. <laughs> <laughs> but those, I think, those days shaped my life. I would say meeting new people, and I think the seed of Swayam. Mm-hmm. I would say. That was, I would say that roots of Swayam are in no, those days. Yeah. So this kind of exposure I got and whatever I, that was the only learning I got that whatever you do, do it, do it at your best. Wow. But just participate. Yeah, yeah. The results are not important. Correct, correct, correct. correct. So I used to be everywhere. Yes. So I was good in studies also. I used to be in first three or four, but I used to participate in everything. So I think that exposure is what matters and this is what I, this is what shaped my life, I would say. Lovely, lovely. So before I go ahead, as in I really want to thank your parents. (laughs) I wish I can meet them and personally, you know, so just send my grand regards to both of them. What they have done is the brilliant job. And to all my audience, please make sure your parents, you know, listen to this episode. (laughs) And if you are uh, going to be a parent and if somebody is getting into the married life, make sure there is a huge role. A huge role you play. I think for a child, the first role model is your parent. Right. Unless you are disappointed in your parent, then you start looking for somebody outside. Other than that, it doesn't matter. Those small things like the India Today story, uh, you know, that just puts a seed in you. Uh, that story about the peanut, I just so loved it. It's, it's it's not about how much do you understand, but there is a seed that has been planted which will grow with time. Okay, that you've got to be thoughtful. You've got to be open to the world. And uh, to all my audience, I'm very emotional here and I really want all of you to reflect back and look how important it is. Even not only being a parent and even being a leader, it is very important that what kind of nurturing you give it to your team. Right. Right. So, okay, with that, we'll come back again. Is that, uh, we'll talk about Swam now. Okay. Yeah. So, you guys, uh, how did that first conversation happen between both of you? That, uh, you know, uh, between Ashay and Naveen, because you guys are friends, you guys said chit chat. Now, suddenly, where did this swim came in between both of you? So, actually, when it, uh, Swayam as a concept, when it started, uh, as I said, Naveen was uh, heading it all alone. Okay. So at that time, because Amrut Yatra and Swayam talks were happening parallelly, mm-hmm. uh, it was kind of a once in a year event which used to happen. Right. And uh, rest of the year, he was more concentrating on the uh, tours and 
uh, creating, curating new tools. That was his job. But when Swayam uh, started happening and we started putting those things on the digital channels, right, mate. it started getting a lot of reach. Okay. And then I sensed that uh, we are creating something valuable mm-hmm. and we are restricting it to only a particular live audience. Okay. Yeah. Whereas it has got the potential to reach many. Mm-hmm. And when it is reaching many people, uh, whatever stories we used to get, we used to be, uh, think that it is making some difference in their lives. Because all these are real stories. It is about real people managing some challenging situation or creating some difference in the society. And that is creating an environment where everybody believes that we should contribute something to the society. And and that was a very interesting discussion which we had where we thought that whatever was being presented on Swayam is adding some value to the society. Right. And if we are creating that environment that everybody when they are trying to create a new venture or creating a new concept, mm-hmm. everybody first thinks that what are what is the value we are adding. True, 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 true. And if that idea we are seeding into people, it needs to spread to more people. And that's when I, and just to kind of uh, give you a background that he is mostly... The artist type of it. Okay. Yes. So uh, he he's the heart, and I am the brain. Brain. Wow. Perfect. <laughs> so Perfect. so the heart doesn't have any limits. Right. So it it dreams, it comes up with very interesting projects, and then you need to have a brain which is open enough to listen to that dream what comes in. Yes. Try to put it in some form some execution model to it and then create an execution engine for it. True, true, true. So I said to Naveen that if you want to kind of really scale this up, uh-huh. I can come into the picture. Right. But you will have to need the dreams part of it. Right. I will take care of the execution part of it. Because till that time what needs to happen is if you have a program, now he wants to kind of do the program at a grandeur level. Mm-hmm. But if suppose that ticket sale has not happened True. or the sponsorship is not come in, he is kind of eroding his capital. True. And that cannot continue for a long time. It's a special thing. It it's sustainable. A, they do not <laughs> yeah. sustainable. So somebody has to come in and put a process in place right. on which you can kind of put your dreams. True, true, true. And uh, I, I always kind of, uh, I, co- I had coined a, a term which is called Sir-Thrive. Okay. So, f- before thriving, you have to survive. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sir-Thrive. Yeah, 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 that's beautiful. So, you cannot thrive without surviving. Without surviving, correct, correct. So, if you just say that I'm going to kind of go all out and you don't kind of uh, live through that Check journey, you will die somewhere. Correct. So, if you have the sir thrive, it is always that balance between thriving but surviving. And for that, whatever model needs to be put in place, that became my role in Swayam. Wow. And we both agreed to it. And we defined those roles. So, my role in the overall organization is try to put some method to this madness which Mm -hmm. is happening. And his job is to kind of give me more madness. (laughs) And this is this is actually interesting. As in, uh, I find uh, I answer a lot of questions. I like psychological and physiological questions. So I find a lot of co- people asking this question about, hey, should I follow my brain or should I follow my heart? And I always say, what is the problem having both? <laughs> you know, you got to align because most of the people I see in pain is that they try to listen to their brain, and if there is some problem, they run to the heart. Right. If there is uh, some problem with the heart, they'll run to the brain. And you'll keep chasing both of them. Why not to bring that alignment? And from your story, this is what I'm hearing. So this is this is perfect. And I always believe that whatever you do, first you have to create a philosophy for it. True, true, true. What philosophy does, when, I, uh, when any new entrepreneur, so I had created a 
philosophy uh, for myself when I went into entrepreneurship. So it, it is a very small experiment which we used to do in school. Which we used to take a magnifying glass. Mm-hmm. We used to kind of hold it onto a paper. Mm-hmm. And with sunlight, we used to burn. Right. Okay. Now, if you kind of think deeply, there are three elements to it. Okay. One is you have a magnifying glass in your hand right. and you are able to keep it stained. True. Okay. Now, that is the place where it is this controllables which come from for an anthropological. True. Right. That be fixed on something for a reasonable period of time. The second thing is what you are kind of focusing on, does it have the capacity to burn? If you kind of hold that magnifying glass glass on a stone, whatever happens, it is not going to burn. So the paper is my reflection of do you believe that this idea is going to kind of click someday? I'm not talking tomorrow, I'm not talking it might take some time. Is it going to burn whenever it happens? And the third part is the sunlight which comes as the luck or whatever you call it. Right, right. So there is some timings which are there. So if you have a paper and if you have a magnifying glass and if you hold on to it for a pretty long time and the clouds clear and the sun comes out, Mm -hmm. it is going to burn. Right, 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 right. Now if you have this philosophy, you can kind of sustain the difficult times because they don't know this paper has the capacity to burn. Sure. I have the capacity to hold strong. Mm-hmm. The sun is going to come out any day. And with this, if you kind of run any concept, it will help. Right. But if you don't have this philosophy, every day you will kind of come and say that there was no fire. When it is going to come. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's very frustrating. How, how long I should hold on to. So I believe that anything which you create if the philosophy is not strong, True. the execution becomes very difficult. And that is when I was kind of... So I saw this inflammable thing in Swayam. Mm-hmm. And I saw from 2014 to 2019 the journey that Naveen's capacity to kind of hold on to that stuff. True. 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 Now, somehow to kind of bring in the sunlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And kind of keep supporting that concept till the sunlight comes out. Right. That became the whole journey. That's a beautiful one. Uh, because uh, even in my sessions when I talk about business, I very clearly say that is, businesses are living entity. They behave like human child. It's post three years, you just make it survive. After two years, as in when the five years done, the business will start telling you this is what exactly I need. Mm. It will start talking to you. And if you can survive it for five years, suddenly a lot of tentacles starts opening up. Mm. A lot of options start opening up and then you'll realize that, hey, I can tap the whole world out of the business. So beautiful that you have crossed to that journey. Mm. So with that, now I'll come to Naveen. Because Naveen, how was that five years of journey? Because now being a business person and I, I do coach about entrepreneurship also. I think the resource management, a lot of people will give up in six months, one year. Now, how did you convince your family as in quitting the job? That is one. And then how did you sustain? Because I'm pretty sure the resource crunch would happen. Like finances are the real thing. Money is the biggest enabler. So how was your journey as in for those five years? So I would answer your first question. Right. How did I convince? Yeah. So actually, I, as I said earlier, it took me two years to convince the whole family mm-hmm. the wife was already convinced okay. on the very first day and she said you do whatever you want and I believe whatever you will do you will do good that's right. so that was one thing mm-hmm. as a middle class Marathi family there was a resistance mm-hmm. but there was a point actually sat with all three and I said okay, if tomorrow if I go to office I will die <laughs> now that is a situation. Oh, now you tell me what to do. You were so full, right? I was full. Okay. And another thing happened is my company was taken over by some other company. Correct, yeah, correct. Yeah, Patni was taken over. So one software company took over Patni Computers. Correct, correct, correct. And being a legal person, I could see the whole drama. Okay. So I I could sense that there is nothing permanent. No, no. Yeah. So whatever I want to do, I have to do. True. And if there is only one life, 
have to live that life and somebody has said very beautifully that there is only one life but if you live it right once yeah. is enough yes <laughs> so i thought this is the time that i should live my life okay. because i had experimented in some other ways also mm-hmm. which my wife had suggested that if you like to write if you love to play harmonium you should get up at 4 o'clock okay so i used to get up at 4 o'clock right. till 6 o'clock i used to live my life then i used to go to comfortable <laughs> but at first i thought this is not enough yeah. i want to do i want to explore the whole thing sure, sure. i cannot do i cannot live two lives Correct. at the same time yeah so if i have some great idea mm-hmm. if i have some great writing idea and i am sitting in a board meeting and watching or listening something not related to my actual core sure. that was very painful Sure, sure, sure. So actually, I told my family that I have to leave. I have to leave, and with uh, financially also, fortunately, I did not have those liabilities. Okay. So okay. we could take that jump decision. Correct. So I convinced my family that let us, uh, you know, manage that. Sure. So whatever savings we have, let us manage that. So, so uh, I have it. that's that's super brave so i think somebody has to put that foot down okay. say i cannot go yeah. <laughs> from tomorrow <laughs> and when i talked to my family i was not concerned i was not worried what people would say right i was concerned with my family so because every day i have to face them i had of course i had talked to my friends but the family was first so i convinced them they got convinced so many people say it was a great daring that uh, you took that plunge or whatever but main hamesha ye bolta hu ki jo kaam acha nahi lagta to wo roz karna ye mere hisab se daring hai so this is how it happened wow. and as far as those first 5 years are concerned uh-huh. uh, i was also doing amrut yatra okay. okay so that was a tour uh, company True. which used to take people to these places mm-hmm. and it was giving sufficient money okay so to service okay that was sustainable sure, sure. but swayam used to happen every uh, once in a year okay so as ashay said he if swayam has to grow mm-hmm. there has to be a different business model so ashay actually called me and said ki so he told you very sophisticatedly mm-hmm. but he said ki baju mein baitho abhi mujhe ane dolne wala hai nahi chalte ab I have it my note <laughs> but it is going to be so fun to watch you guys discussing on the execution because this is not princess no this is how it will work and you have to know so the the problem with heart is that heart flows okay it just everything let it come and the brain says no let me first calculate if it is right way or wrong way oh god no the but but the uh, uh, easiest part for me and but i'm concerned actually we had a long relationship right as a friend yeah. So I had a hundred percent trust on Ashay. True. That he is not going to, you know, spoil this. True. True. There could be errors. Mm. That is fine. Correct. But there is no breach of trust. There yeah. is not going to be a breach of trust. So that was I was pretty comfortable on yeah. that. So I just got surrender to whatever he says. whatever he said whatever he says i could so much see the heart and brain now in another way because they're talking and sitting also so beautiful and i see, i i'm sure all the audience would find it equally energetic guys do come on the youtube do watch this video live as in live when i say on to the you know video recorded uh, friend you could realize it the kind of smile i'm getting from both of them it is exactly how they both uh, play out and it's it's lovely it's lovely Well, you know, it's really uh, the one point which was very strong, uh, which is coming out, and now I have realized it uh, recently also. Is that if there is any chance, if there is any damn chance that uh, you could live a life which is full of love, every moment you do what you love, it could be good or bad. The experiences might vary. It, it, nobody is saying that it's going to be a rosy. And I have written an article also that love is not a cotton candy. It's going to be difficult, but at least at the heart of you know that you are not doing something which you are being forced to or which you do not enjoy i think everybody should take a chance at least right and the chance is minimum for 18 months to 2 year 
you just cannot do it for a few months and then leave it and i realized when actually i was in the romantic love i realized that if i could live a life with somebody why should i just give up in the terms of what social norms has been made and what is right and wrong for me and honestly now because you guys have been so open i tell you recently because i'm almost touching 40 now suddenly that scare is there in me that life is passing now mm-hmm. it's very there's in very quickly it's moving out and then i got to live every day what i really want this life to be rather than just chasing behind the money with like uh, i think after a certain amount of uh, certain time it starts rolling itself and yeah. you it can be sustainable at least for sure so thank you so much for all these lovely insights now one major questions that i have written and i want both of you to give the similar uh, as an opinion or the dark is you know most of us most of us are mostly hurt by people it's always if we come across the complaint is from the people it could be any damn good it could be relatives it could be friends it could be um you know family it could be any damn thing but the most of the problem comes with people but why is this common thread i find it everywhere is that let's do this for people all this happiness the drive that comes for your father started with why it has to be something to give away rather than focusing on said that hey i'm owning so much that i created now i have one car i have four cars i have bought uh, 3 bhk now i have four 3 bhk which i have put on rent and then gradually i paying him i am getting old what is that one thing that even being so hurt by people around us when we really want to gain that inner happiness we tend to move towards giving away to the people or doing something as you said that uh, you were always ashay you were saying that everybody thinks that i should do something for the society i wish everybody could do that okay the society would be very different but actually is not the case unless you move to a certain state of mind where you want to know self attain your state it's not everybody people are still very self focused so what do you think is that giving away as that happiness what actually makes it so special actually when you develop a capacity to give away and most of the times people believe that giving away is something which is a material term right whereas giving away can be a very small thing as listening to a person and i believe that if you have that capacity you feel very abundant inside yeah i think so that is something which is uh, i i cannot talk for the world but you feel very complete yeah now when you kind of listen to someone who comes and tells that yeah life has been a struggle right now and you say that i know yeah yeah rather than that oh what this rubbish Correct. why are kind of cribbing don't crib you just know right now that this my man's state of mind is difficult right he wants somebody just to kind of bounce his frustration out and you become that bouncing board Now this is also gaming. Yeah. Sometimes it has to have that somebody is stuck somewhere, mm-hmm. and you feel that I should kind of just be there with him and tell him that ki whatever you think, I don't think I kind of help you with that idea. Right. That is gaming. Yep. Now when this starts happening, and as you said that ki most people hurt you. but it is not about that hurt it is when you kind of understand that your way of thinking and yeah. people's way of thinking Correct. there is bound to be difference yes now when you don't hold on to those differences you kind of get lot of insights right that's why i think one saying that anybody talking to you he he is kind of saying bad about you he might be telling that you are wrong have the capacity to listen everything which is saying because he might be right in some area exactly don't miss that stuff yeah after he is completed you have complete freedom to take it evaluate inside yeah and say that no i think so he misinterpreted me perfect i am not that person yeah yeah and i will continue but listen to that person so once you keep on doing this things for a pretty long time you get settled inside mm-hmm. so we jokingly say that whenever you go for some function some people come and say that oh my god what a fantastic job you guys are doing and we take it as if oh wow we are doing a fantastic job is if somebody comes and 
my it's a very funny incident that somebody on our face told us yeah that by looking at you guys and the concept which you are working i believe you guys will be never be able to come up with any business model <laughs> i'm telling you on your face and we're just smiling at you yeah. Yeah, yeah actually it might be true we are true. trying we don't know but allowing that thing as an information yeah. i'm nothing taken as personal true so the kind of appreciations are not taken personally yeah. the kind of saying hakaritism is not taken that personally you take everything as information yeah. process it and then what gets processed inside you say that this is available and i think so that is also one more thing which everybody should understand it most of the times which we feel that we are doing something for the society true actually it is we are doing it for our ourselves correct 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 if we are not happy doing that stuff right and why our statement starts becoming what we are doing so much for the society but nobody kind of cares mm-hmm. that's where the disconnect happens right right so any entrepreneur i believe that as long as you are enjoying this process yeah. and as you rightly said that it is not going to be cotton candy for the whole journey yeah it is coming up it will come up with its challenges Correct. it will come up with its pressures but after that day is over next day when you get up ask yourself the question after all this stress do you still want to continue right and if the answer is yes please continue yeah because my previous uh, venture i was working mm-hmm. with my group of friends and we took that organization at a very nice level at that point when i started feeling that okay i'm done with this concept i have given whatever i had to give to this concept there is nothing more left to be given correct, correct. i told those friends that okay this is what i feel there is nothing more left and they were gracious enough to accept my request and they said that yes you you can go on to kind of do whatever you love yes and we have full support so we are still connected right so i believe that your capacity to kind of understand that there may be differences and manage that will help you a lot so i i now when i talk on to this because you are uh, validating i think once once you start re- reaching out to the self attainment state the conversation starts matching up so beautifully is that i did people that many a times this statements are just as it is we do not have to conclude out of it so for example if somebody says if i'll say somebody why are you sitting here and then they'll say is something wrong i didn't say that sitting here is a normal right i simply asked okay how did you deduce that there could be something wrong if somebody says i have one bhk house how do we reach to a point that one bhk is a good or bad thing right you know that's how i think uh, most of us the brain gets trained to reach to a conclusion which actually creates more problem right if you let the statement be as it is okay i have one bhk i have one bhk i'm sitting here i am sitting here yes i'm sitting here <laughs> you know actually solves a lot of problem but uh, yeah you are validating the same thing it's beautifully said so with that navid what do you think is uh, so much empowering for you in giving away and asha very beautifully said when we talk about giving away it's not something that oh my god we are uh, taking a pain then it's more about we are doing something for us which is having a positive ripple effect right correct there are like there always be ripple effect there never be one that you send through a, a like is more like what this is how i believe in the ripples that you are creating is something inspiring and that's how i think uh, the childhood stories and everything came that even though you didn't know what exactly the statement was it there was something positive about it. there was something negative about it mm. so you decided i should keep this and i should leave this way right. for you also when what that inspires you more now as in what happiness that you inculcate because i'm trying to find those answers for people because there are many such people what you started in 2014 and 2019 there's still many people dreaming now right and for them it would be inspiration because when they match that feeling they'll say oh my god these guys had the same feeling then so i'm at least on the right path right yeah so i think asha has already put it very beautifully i will just add one point from my side i think giving away should not be considered as virtue yeah that should become your second nature that should become your core so somebody has quoted beautifully that when you are giving compliment to somebody mm-hmm. you are making two people happy correct hmm. so this is what giving away is all about so you are making yourself happy right and as 
that happiness is never outside it is within each of us we just have to tickle that happiness i think these are various forms in which you can tickle that happiness it is very much inside and i think it should become your second nature it should not be considered i am doing something great so as an artist i feel that swayam talks is all about expression swayam talks is all about telling the story swayam talks is all about sharing something which i want to share with lakhs of people so it is all about the expression so i don't think as ashay said it beautifully that that i think when you meet lot of people when you travel when you meet lot of people when you interact with uh, different types of people i think that wisdom gives you that insulation so i think that is most important so whatever happens is fine i think we writers and readers they have such beautiful anecdotes just now you know he gave a beautiful anecdote as that the complimenting makes two people happy that's the wow beautiful i will take that punch and yeah you were very much right when you said about it should be your second nature i think and uh, what we are trying to do maybe through swam or through this talk is that i call it a model when i go for any talk session is that i take a whiteboard i divide into three parts is knowing doing and be okay so i always say that look guys i'm going to talk philosophical there won't be hardly anything which you do not know right so if you start putting it you most of you know how many of you are doing so i what i do is i let them write the name on the slip and i put in there where do you want to paste it and then only a few people paste it on uh, doing i have found exceptions who have as in in the being center right and exactly what you're saying is that i think and that's what it happens that if you know something and uh, there is one more dialogue i always say the philosophy will only work when you start practicing it once you start practicing otherwise it's a bullshit i'm sorry to use this language but many a people i have found people who say kunna not this inner journey this is a bullshit you know i hear from lot of people i said yes you are very right as if you know this is but unfortunately i have taken that bullshit <laughs> so i think yeah that uh, very beautiful you said that once we start doing it then we realize and then it becomes your uh, uh, in nature so for example if you are traveling in a train or metro if you see some elderly person you offer your seat to that person it should be that easy jabi yeah. as easy as so there should not be any rebel ki maine kuch kiya aaj aise right 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 it should be as simple as that wow so much uh, i for sure enjoyed this conversation <laughs> and uh, you know uh, there is so much for me to take away now i just, just i just yeah in yeah, uh, i just remembered one amazing share by dita fazli okay so he has put it so beautifully that he says ghar se masjid बहुत दूर चलो यू कर ले किसी रोते हुए बच्चे को हंसाया जाए गाइस आई वुड सो रिकमेंड यू नो पर यू नो टेक दिस एपिसोड टू यू टू योर फ्रेंड्स टू योर एवरीबडी विथ वोम यू प्लान दैट हे गाइस यू नो देर इज लॉट ऑफ चिट चैट यू डू मैन योर फ्रेंड्स दिस इज द टाइम दिस इज द एपिसोड टू यू टू लिसन एंड दिस स्टार्ट डूइंग इट After five years, maybe who knows? We'll be talking on this podcast, and there will be so many beautiful stories, my God. So don't forget that. And moving ahead, as in, I know I'm taking so much of your time. Now, what is the future? What is the future of Swam that you guys are uh, looking forward to? What's the next project that you guys are working on now? Next project? Yeah. So we used to tell stories through talks or podcasts, and I will just put one incident. Mm-hmm. So I'll. Me and Ashay were traveling from Nashik to Abdullahabad. These are two cities in Maharashtra. Mm-hmm. And somebody called on my phone that I am Bayasat Kapse. Okay. And I heard that I understand you are going through my place or my city. So I just request you to drop in for just for five minutes. So I said, "King, actually." Yeah, it's very strange that somebody calls uh, me on number and says that so we i said ki let me come back to you we both discuss what to do uh, we had to rush to aurangabad for some meeting that person called again and mm-hmm. said ki just come for 5 minutes said let's go let's check what is there so we there very reluctantly okay has we had to rush to somebody is calling and come here come here yeah. okay Let's go. 
and we actually when we actually visited that place we installed amazing infrastructure amazing landscaping and very nice setup so we asked him what is that what is this all about so he, he was a he is one of the uh, biggest paithani makers mm. in maharashtra okay. so paithani is one sari in incredible weave so he said that i belong to this i own this company kapse paithani and i used to be a salesman in one paithani shop and somehow i left my job and started my own and in 10 years i made lot of money so i asked my family what to do with with this money they said okay let us open one franchise let us open one shop in mumbai so he said okay i think you have not understood my question i am asking how to spend this money and whatever you are telling it will just add up this money and this answer we thought very interesting right and we stayed there for 2 hours just for that one answer and we asked him what is this project so he said that uh, getting new artisans would would be very difficult for us uh, going on but what if i teach this art to defendute kids and he actually adopted 100 such kids he trained those kids making in making paithani and made them self sustainable and when we saw that project experience the whole thing we actually i still remember it was 11 november 2020 and we sat in the car and we both said bhai talk se kuch nahi hoga is pe film hone chahiye mm. we should make a film on this and somehow there was no money in the pocket mm-hmm. and for the team that right. time but somehow in 21 we put our own money and made one film on this capsi okay and we showed it in a in our swayam talks event and appeal to people we told them that this is what we want to do in future we want to tell our stories through this powerful medium right and this is a trailer of one such film if you want to contribute please contribute and happy to tell that few people actually came forward and they said that let's do it so next project is abhimanaspad maharashtra that is the stories which make maharashtra proud so this is a series which we are going to launch on 3rd of september and there are four such stories and currently we have 30 such stories in wow. our kitty that's awesome yeah <laughs> it's awesome. A, it's already five season concept so we are coming up with the first season oh lovely it's going to be exciting yeah yeah great well wow. so again going back to the audience do you see most of the time we complain about news carrying all the negativity please do visit the swim episode uh, the website and now since they are coming up with this all and they have the youtube channel for sure yeah so i'll put that in the description of this podcast so you must they have a huge subscriber base over there but still i would recommend you to go there you are from maharashtra it is must you are not from maharashtra still you will get the energy still you will find the the enthusiasm the human stories which are so appealing and now when they are coming with the series oh i'm going to love it and i, I i'm so super charged about it everybody please if you want any positivity in life as an swim talk is the place for you okay so i'll keep sharing the details with you and uh, i'm sure that you all of you should visit there wow so ashay navin it has been such a fantastic journey just to conclude as until this point of uh, time can you tell us in one or two lines what has been the life's meaning for you no i okay or maybe just a one liner whatever is your one liner to go one liner do you have any one liners in life i personally believe that if it is one life mm-hmm. it has to be all risks okay <laughs> wow <laughs> because uh, without risks you will not be able to find out what is there within you right right and again it boils down to swayam <laughs> if you have to reach swayam you have to take all the risks away yeah 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 and so god It, yeah. it's a very painful process <laughs> to read so yeah. no, no, no. 
College friends are always playful and <laughs> Yes, Naveen same goes by. You are a champion of one language. Follow that. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm just getting more time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As Asha is answering all the questions. Right, right, right. I think finding your swayam, that is the that is the thing I would say. Right. Everybody has to find his or her own swayam. Correct. Wow. Well, so you guys have started a fantastic journey and I think you are far ahead of it. Um, I'm so lucky to get to talk to both of you. Same here. I'm, yeah, I'm brimming with energy and this space is such a beautiful space. If you do not mind after this podcast, I do want to capture a little bit to add it. And uh, it's for everybody, everyone out there. I so strongly, even if you're on Spotify or any of the podcasts, do come to the YouTube channel because I'll share the glimpse. It's a small office. But trust me, the kind of energy, the kind of vibe, the positivity it's out there that will encourage you. And I'm sure you will feel it on the video itself. And that will encourage you what you want to do. Till you are doing it right, just do it. Don't care about money. People will. Once you take this step, Naveen took this step and then Asha has joined and so many people are joining them. But you've got to sustain it. And the time period I've given is at least 18 months to 2 years and you'll get your answer. And whatever answer you get would be the right one. Right. right? So, yeah. With that, I'm just wondering, can I ask one question? Oh, please go ahead. I'll be more than happy. So, what is the meaning of binary life? Why binary life? Why <laughs> oh, this so this is my coin. What happened was, uh, I wanted to get into this personal uh, development space. For me, also, self journey is the journey. So, coming from a s- small town from Bihar, like most I've spent is my self development. Okay. And then what happened was, somebody said, Kundan, you should buy your domain. Hmm. Okay. And I said, uh, okay. So I went and when I started typing kundankumar.com, it sounded so dumb. <laughs> I had a career, I had been, maybe there are people I don't want to take any name. Uh, you know, ankurwariku.com or sandevmaheshwari.com might sound good. Or Peter Thiel might sound good, but I don't know. Kundankumar sounded so dumb. And actually I was looking for an idea. A human might go, but the idea stays. And I'm always struggled in my conversations and the friend is taking a side. So that comes from a person journey that I see two people having a discussion. They'll take one stand, the other will take one stand and they'll keep discussing. And most of the time, I have seen life very differently. For me, polarities do not exist. Life is not as simple as yes, no, red and, uh, sorry, black and white or, uh, you know, true and false and good and bad. I'm always struggling with it because when I see, even though I see 90% false, I see one person there is a truth or reality. Or if you change the situation, the things change. So what happened was I started calling it binary life. And I was completely opposite of it. So I started calling myself unbinary. <laughs> okay. And thankfully there was a term which is called non-binary. That is called more for sexual orientation. Mm. Mine was more coming from your polarity stand. Mm. So that's where now I have made unbinary life as a concept which I really want to take it forward. Mm. That's why now all my social media I call myself unbinary kundan. Mm. Okay. So that philosophy is more about that the life, at least the metaphysics side of it, your feelings, the emotions, they are absolutely non-binary. Mm. Please do not end the most of uh, and I'm sure now here comes most of the time we get debate with the rational people because rational people want to love to see the life in black and white because then it will be very hard for you to make decision. Right. If everything is dependent, then there is no decision. So you're very right. So for action, I ask people to take a polarity, choose a polarity which side you want to move. It is not wrong, but to justify when you're diagnosing a situation, you have to know that, hey, this guy is 90% right and 10% wrong. I have to decide how do I want to interact with that. Absolutely. So that's how the whole environment is <laughs> Even in my company, I have like, uh, my designation is anti-CEO. So I get a lot of questions on anti-CEO, that what is his anti-CEO? Because uh, I have a love for people and CEO is a very big name to hold upon. Nobody. I didn't. So then, but you have to tell people that you are the final decision maker. So that's how I keep trying. <laughs> I got so many things from you guys. You know, I have a little trouble as well. So it was, no, but it was a lovely, lovely conversation. Right? Yeah. We have fun. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Thanks so much. And that's why we try to give it as human as possible. And yeah, maybe before we close this, okay, you were talking about, you know, giving is not only about uh, giving a space also people to vent on or maybe share this humor. In today's space of AI, do you think AI can do this ever? Even if it does, I think so. A human interaction is something which is so 
uh, valuable because uh, every time it might come up with something new. Right. And mate, I want AI to take care of routine things, mm -hmm. but for the unique ones, I still prefer humans because that's where humans are so fascinating. Yeah, okay. What is your take on AI? <laughs> so as far as, I think AI should be taken as a tool only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as humans are concerned, there is no, I don't think there is any uh, substitute True. to those emotions, those, uh, I would say, unfairness, fairness, incorrectness. So I will just put another uh, one-liner. Mm -hmm. uh, if you visit have you visited Fab Indian? Yes, yeah. So yes. there is one amazing, uh, one quote mm -hmm. which is put on the wall. Right. So if you find any deficiency in our clothing, mm -hmm. it is uh, accept that imp imperfection mm -hmm. because it is made by hands. Oh, okay. So that imperfection should also matter in our life. Right. This is what I said. Right. I think this analogness of life should should continue. Should last. I always say the day this AI gains consciousness, they will fight us. How come you call me artificial and you are? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So with that, I think we'll bring it to the closer. It has been a wonderful journey, guys. Um, I wish you all the best from Thank my you. life. Thank and you. for sure, we'll be coming to it. Sure. I'll be tracking you and um, most probably we'll put all the details also onto the to the channel. All right. Sure. So thank you so much again. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, from all my audience, I'm sure they would be bringing with the energy and they'll be smiling. So all the best to all. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for inviting. Thank you. Awesome. So guys, with that, I this episode has been one of the best one which I have gone through. It's like there was so much of energy for sure. There was double energy. Because two people were there, but I think this is where I always say that one and one can be 11. And that only happens when there is a human relationship. It is, uh, you know, I, I can see so much happening where the brain and the body, uh, sorry, the brain and the heart when it comes together, they can do miracles. And this human story is going to be a fascinating one. I'm going to be connected with them for long. I hope so will you. With that, I really want to thank you for all the time you have spent with us. So at the end, take charge of your life and reach out to us and any social media if you want if you have any emotions to share we are available on the gmail id at the name of unbinarylife at gmail.com or at hello at unbinarylife.com i wish you all the best for your life and i'll catch up with you again until the next episode thanks and have a good time Bye bye